like to thank our sponsor for the Big Honker Podcast, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Yes, I'm Jeff Stanfield, and this is my sidekick. Andy Shaver. Andy, where do you got it? Ooh, Stanfield. What the hell? We got a little music deal there. Sorry. I got it at Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. You've been doing this for how long? Well, your math is a little off. You say 27, then you throw out a 25. How long have I been guiding? Yeah, I didn't ask about me. I know how oh. long I've been doing this. I don't think you do. Yeah, I do. Listen, I've been doing this. Since I started sleeping with your mom. 21 years now. Damn, I've slept with your mom a long Ooh. time. Damn. It's hard to imagine that I've got 21 years of experience in this. 21 years and of people, that. And people still ask me. What they ask you? My credentials. I had a guy ask me that one time. About your credentials? Yep. You know, when we went to first hunting show, you was a little kid, and you didn't have a really clue what you did. Boy, you worked your ass off that. Never would have thought that would be your passion in life, huh? I chased it down, and I tackled it like a like <laughs> a lion on a gazelle. Folks, we're in Knox City, Texas. We've been in business for 27 years, if I'm doing my math right. I don't even know how long we've been doing See, this. See, he doesn't know. Time. Um, started guy and I back of a pickup. we got a lodge now. We can sleep with a lot of people. We can take care of you. Corporate events. If you want to bring that group of 30 customers or 30 your employees out and take care of them on a dove hunt, a duck hunt, a goose hunt, pheasants, anything you want to do, you holler us at the Big Honker Lodge. Looks up at stanfieldhunting.com. And maybe you can get to meet Andy and him. Or you could sit right here at Studio A and sit with us. You will have officially made it if you can ever get to that point. There are going to be a lot of people come in the doors this year that's going to be like, gosh, am I, that's where they sit there and do that shit. Yeah. We'll have well, to tear all this down, though. Anyways. Thank you, folks, very much for listening. And this is the we are a sponsor, the proud sponsor of the Big Honker Podcast. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Seven Thirty Seven Duck Calls. Duck calls made out of Oklahoma for people all over the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to buy a duck call, single rig or double rig, you need to look up Seven Thirty Seven DuckCalls.com. The boys know how to slay the mounters. Look them up on Instagram. Look them up on Facebook. If you just want to see some pictures of some guys and some videos of some guys getting after it, check out their website. Them boys can shoot some ducks, and they kill a lot of green, and everybody wants the green. Anyways, at 737duckcalls.com. And folks, I'd like to thank Big Honker Podcast sponsor, William and Chris Vineyards, and williamchriswines.com. They are your place to shop for any wine you would like to have. They have the wine for that special occasion, the anniversary, the birthday party. Christmas time, Thanksgiving. We're getting to that time, folks. It's fall. Our fall's coming close. It's hunting season. It's football season. And it's time for big dinners. And with big dinners, you need a fancy wine like WilliamChrisWines.com. If you'll go to WilliamChrisWines.com and you'll, when you go to checkout, go to coupon code and put HONKER, H-O-N-K-E-R, all caps, and all on the shipping, it'll cost you $1 to get that case of wine shipped to you. Just a dollar to ship a case of wine. That's at WilliamChrisWines.com. And tell them the fat guy from Knox City sent you. Also, I'd like to thank Dive Bomb Decoys. Now, us and Dive Bomb, have been, we've been using Dive Bomb for a couple of years. They just hopped on board and become a sponsor of the Big Honker Podcast this summer. Folks, they're the decoy to have. In tw over 25 years of shooting geese over silhouettes, it's by far the best silhouette we've ever had. It blows the doors off the competition. If you don't believe me, buy you some and try it. And not only do you get a bite, but you can make America great by buying some Dive Bomb Decoys because when you put in coupon code, Trump Train. That's right, folks. The Dive Bomb coupon code is Trump Train. Woohoo! Get on the train, baby. We're going to make America great again, and we're going to kill a lot of birds. So go to DiveBomb.com and put in Trump Train when you check out, and you can save 10% on all your decoys. That's Trump Train, all lower, no space between Trump and Train. 
T-R-U-M-P-T-R-A-I-N. Get on board. Woo-hoo. I'd also like to thank Natural Gear. Natural Gear, we gave a coat away in this in this podcast. We give a jacket away to a guy, and you got to listen to it to find out who win. And they that they've got a coupon code Big Honker fifteen, all uppercase Big Honker one five, and you can save fifteen percent off all Natural Gear. Folks, go to go to Natural Gear, check out the vest. They got the they got awesome vests. They got great jacks. They got great stuff. Go go do it. It's not that high dollar overpriced stuff like them yoga pant wearing sick of. I like Natural Gear. Go try Natural Gear. Get on board, get you some natural gear, get covered up, and kill some birds this year. Deer, hogs, whatever you want to shoot, you can do it while you're wearing some natural gear. And do not forget to use promo code BIGHONKER15. That's B-I-G-H-O-N-K-E-R, all upper, all uppercase, one five. BIGHONKER15 to save 15% on all purchase from natural gear. Thank you very much, folks, for listening. We appreciate it very much. All right, boys and girls, on this episode of the podcast, we have the legend, Tim Grounds. Tim and his boy Hunter have rewritten the history books and goose calling competitions. His calls have won just about every major goose calling competition out there, and uh, they've won countless and countless and numerous uh, world goose calling championships there in Easton. Like I said, he's rewritten the he's rewritten the history books with his with his with his goose calls. So we're very, very fortunate to have him on. Thankful that he would take out, uh, take out time out of his day because, you know, season's coming up. So I'm sure that they, they got a lot better things that they could be doing than talking to us. So we're very, very grateful that he would take time out of his day to talk to us. And he doesn't hold anything back. That's for sure. Which is, uh, makes for a fun podcast. So anyway, without, without further ado, here he is, the man, Tim Grounds. Three, two, one. Boom. And welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. I'm Jeff Stanfield. I'm Andy Shaver. Thank you for tuning in today. Got a special episode. This is the 50th episode of the Big Honker Podcast, and we've got a special, special guest on the line. He uh, he is a man of many, many uh, titles. He has rewritten the history books and calling contests and, and alike, and his son has just won uh, the major Rogers Sporting Goods competition this last weekend, as a matter of fact. On our phones, we have the one and only Tim Grounds. Tim, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. I didn't need no introduction like that. I'm on, I'm just an old redneck. <laughs> well, you know, you you got a couple accolades and you won a couple titles, so uh, I don't I don't mind, uh, you know, telling it the way it is. I appreciate it. So, Tim, how did you tell tell us about how Tim Grounds got started in the goose calling business? How I got started in the goose calling business. That's a long, that's a long, drawn out deal, but I'll, I'll cut her down pretty, pretty short. Uh, my granddad on my mom's side took me goose hunting. I was born in North Aurora, Illinois. Don't even claim that part of the state now. But, <laughs> uh, 
uh, he, he took my dad was a sheetrock finisher, and he moved us down here and took about a two third to cut and pay to get us out of here. He come from a family of thirteen. There's only three of them left. He's gonna be eighty two shortly. And there's an eighty six and eighty seven year old. The rest of them's all passed. Moved us down here to Southern Illinois. And Pop got me out there and he, he crippled this big old gander and just busted his wing. I said, I want to go get him, Pop. Well, he sent me out there. That goose just beat the heck out of me. <laughs> Pinched me, bit me. And a big old gander, people don't realize. Yeah. They're very protective. They're mean. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it was on top of me, and he was just laughing, and he, he chewed that mammoth cave. My pop did. He died at 84. He kind of instilled something that I wanted to do, and he got out there and he was he was laughing. He got that goose off me and they wring his neck. Well, then landed the neck. I said, "Pop, I'm going to figure out how to kill them things because that hurt." <laughs> so, one thing led to the next, and uh, that's all I wanted to do. And, and when I was a kid growing up, and, and I had these older guys taking me hunting. My dad took me some, but Pop really instilled everything in me, John Moore. Uh, and if, if anybody wants to go on my website, uh, com, they can see a digital catalog, and they can also call here and get assigned the version of it. It's not a catalog. It's, it's, it's a documentary, really, but it tells the truth about every step of my life, where I come up with this. I didn't copy nobody. Uh, and I and I tried to stay true to myself and true to my name because Pop always told me he said if you don't have your word, your name's mud. That's right. Good advice. Never forgot that. Never forgot it. That's so, right. You know, uh, you know, we we've had uh, we've had we've had a bunch of call makers on. We've had uh, Scott Trinan, Bill Saunders, Jeff Foles, and they all kind of sound like they come from your camp. It sounds like they mm. all every one of them started out as a, as a Tim's ground guy. Hmm. Go figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's 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 the, you know I've let all that go pretty well. I uh, wish them all the best and, and just just that's that's all good. I'm 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 good with that because you know what I can lay down at night at sleep and think all I did is try to help people. I was too naive to figure out they was trying to do it the other direction. But you know what? When the day comes at the end, and you know you tried to do the best you can do to try to help the sport go on, just like conquer the call. I don't know if anybody you guys has heard of that conquer yeah. the call. Yeah, I've, they come, I've seen they it. come to me. A guy that looks like a bank president sounds like Bruce Springsteen, and he sings in the UK in front of fifty to hundred thousand people. And then a good buddy of mine, Matt Weddish, had been in the industry from Mossberg to. Uh, everything. I mean, he's just, and he's a salesman. He said, hey, you know, we've got this thing going on. We're going to do this. We're going to do this software program. And I'm thinking, hmm, sounds interesting if it's real, because I'm not about a gimmick. Mm-hmm. So one thing led to the next. I said, if it ain't a gimmick, what are you going to charge us to do this for us? I said, I don't, I'm not going to charge you nothing. But so many people in the industry today, I can say one thing. I've never taken no money from nobody. Ever. You see these guys jumping from one side of the fence, they almost look, look like liberals, socialists. 
You know, they just want to jump back and forth, whatever's the best deal for them. Right. Hey, and that's that's not the way to go. But but the but the the the, the whole scenario that I looked at, I thought, you know what, I'm going to be true to myself. And and being true to yourself, I think, is the biggest thing that a lot of people uh, in in this day and time they just they they lose concept of where they're really at and they think it's it's a fantasy land and it's not right you know it's not you don't you can't put both your hands out and 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 want just somebody to give you something you got to work for it sure I'm pushing 43 years doing this and this would be the last thing in the world I'd be getting in I've been blessed to the max because I mean you know well just for, for instance you mentioned Hunter won that 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 uh, nationals up at Rogers, that Grand Nationals. Yep. Okay. We had a guy out of the blue call. I want forty G overhaulers and forty G forces. Wow! Didn't care what color. It was it was a local. It was a local uh, sprinklers union uh, pipe fitters, and, they, and 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 it's all set up all retail, no discounts. It just happens. I mean that just that is just happening, and, and and then when I used to always do good in them contests, I used to tune a bunch of calls before time because I've had Hunter going since he's been two or three years old. He's burnt out. I'm burnt out. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If you're going to go for four and a half minutes and, and 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 what you can make, if you still got the talent, he's thirty one. Go for it. But I'll tell you what: you don't you don't work on them little pieces of a full routine. You work on them sections when you're tuning them calls, and it just kind of—it's kind of like just in, inscribing it in your head. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it's—and and I was—I was. I'm. Steve Rogers called me today, and he—he he said, you know, he said, I listened the whole time up here uh, when we had this contest, and he said that, that boy here was, was a, is another level. He was another level this weekend, and even some of his peers. The guys he called against. That's what makes me feel good. Right. Because he won't never brag about himself. He'll never hear me ever talk about himself. Ever. Yeah. And he set the bar so high, what he's did, it's so high, it's off the charts. All I can tell you is come come and get you some because they ain't gonna they ain't gonna match it. It ain't gonna happen. Because what he's did is just just it's off the charts. I mean it's just a I thought I did good. Oh shit. He makes me look like that and I'm, uh Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is but that, that but go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So is that uh, that's that's how that's how Hunter and, and you practice would would that's how y'all would get ready for contests? Just tuning up other people's calls and y'all would kind of get your segments down. Well, when huh? you're sitting there, when you're sitting there, I've always told everybody, don't ever practice a routine. Mm-hmm. Just practice sections. Just imagine walking into a building and you touch the doorknob. When you touch a doorknob, things starts. You shut the door, things are going again. When you come to the next doorknob, you know right where you're at. Because so many people, and then you go to the next one, you go to the next one, you know right where you're at. When you get them sections and you touch them them, them spots, mm-hmm. you know exactly. And I know I'm talking to a lot of hunters sure. that could give a shit about contest calling. But it contest calling is all about, just like hunters, it's all about breathing, hand position, because if you're not breathing right, you get in contest. You get what they call check geese. 
what I call them. And it is like you're going, da 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 you're thinking. You're right out of breath. You don't know how to breathe. And that, that, that knocks you off because there was so much talent up there this weekend. I got to take my hat to off all them guys that blew up there this weekend. Mm-hmm. They was some awesome, awesome callers. But when you got to have a minute and a half to blow and make everything gel every time, that takes a lot of a lot of, of, of transitions in your mind, but when you do the sections, you don't have to think as much, and that's where they get the check geese. It's nerves and check geese. And I don't know if you guys are you guys understand what I'm talking about check geese. Yes, it makes sense. You you run out of breath and, and you throw it. You and they want to repeat themselves repetitive. Not right. that it don't sound good. Right. But it'd be like that gum. It'd be like. Uh, uh, Toby Keith trying to sing the same chorus over and over and over. Said, "Get you some, get you some, get you some, get you some," and then we're going to go again. You know what? It, it's just, it's, 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 it, it, it comes to a point to where uh, it's hard to pick these guys out. Yeah. Um, you know, when you when you're trying to pick out something that, that stands out. So, uh, yeah, it, it was. And you know what? And like I said. There wasn't nobody proud of me. Uh, yeah, I was a judge, but mm-hmm. one judge can't do that for you. But you know what? When it when and, and Mike Eddy, God bless him. Uh, he was up there, and he has a screen. He runs the the, the scoring, and nobody can hide because a lot of people back there judging. They want to hide behind a pencil. Mm-hmm. What did you score? That? I don't remember. Well, they've got a screen that shows what you scored them. <laughs> all the way through till the last round, so it can keeps the suspense. Okay, mm-hmm. and Steve up there at Rogers, I mean, I don't know how he keeps doing it, but I mean, he just keeps. This weekend they got four regionals. Wow! They, they got a spec calling deal, and they're giving. I mean, they're giving a thousand to to four thousand away every contest, first place. Yep, it's phenomenal. You know, phenomenal. You you I know, remember, I get I get to rattling on. I mean. Just kind of say, hey, well, well Tim, let's. I want to talk about the the, the half breed. Was that the first call you made? No, no. I tell you what, I did. I in nineteen seventy five. I I met uh, an old boy, and he said, "Hey, you know, well, won't you try and guide on weekends? Can you think you can do that for me?" You know, I wanted to guide with a, a kid, uh, a guy by the name of Abe Lewis. I've told this story. So many, there's a story behind everything. Nobody just pops out of the woodwork and doing this. You see, what, 15 or 20 a month that's a call manager all of a sudden. And they're putting all this fancy stuff on the outside. Well, they, they, they got uh, balls of twine in there running them calls or mini bikes. They don't know how to put Jaguar motors in them and, and, and Harley Davidson motors in them. The whole thing, what I did is when, when Bill Moniker, he, he offered me a, a weekend deal, and I was blowing an old 800 at Ken Martin. I thought I was pretty bad. I mean, bad. How many geese did Ken Martin and old 800 and old 77 killed? Uh, thousands. But the <laughs> things, have, things have changed. So one thing led to the next, and he said, yeah, he said, and I, and I went and 
and I and I guided, and I met this guy by the name of Abe Lewis, and he would moved to he married a lady and moved to Costa Rica, and I've lost contact with him. I really think he's passed, and it, it hurts my heart because I mean he was a really a, a true pioneer. I'm, I'm putting in the first stages of my life. Okay, that's what we want to hear. Um, that's what the cattle that, that digital catalog. If anybody wants a signed catalog, I mean it's not a catalog to sell product. It tells the truth. Nobody can get past the truth. You ask me if they really want me to tell the truth. I can't tell the truth about a lot of these people because it would it would just completely uh, uh, it would it, it would just it, it wouldn't be good for them. It wouldn't be good. They wouldn't really want to hear it. And I'm not going to do it because it's not worth it. Because you know what, you got to forgive and forget. Sure. So here's where we're at. We're talking. I'm thinking I'm a bad mother out there, and them, and we're going to kill them. So I'm in this pit, and I had two guys at this time, and we're talking, and I'm saying, right, we're going to kill them here. Old Abe's over blowing an A-50, old A-50, Abe Lewis, one of my heroes. And I'm sitting over blowing them, and he's killed two sets of hunters out. We ain't killed but one goose. Uh-oh. Well, we ended up killing them. That's that pit with them. We ended up killing our four geese. Long story short, of the boys will be in that pit tomorrow. Different <laughs> story, because I had this altitude attitude, whatever you want to call it. About it's worth, it's worse, and I don't care if they're listening. It's worse than this millennial attitude we got today, which there's enough of us out there. I'm hoping that's in this millennial stage that is going to carry over some of this garbage that's going on. I get in that pit the next day. Abe punches out two sets of hunters on his third set. We ain't even killed a goose. <laughs> so I am very humbled saying, okay. I think we ended up killing a couple. We didn't kill out. Anyway, Abe, he worked on Volkswagens, and he was, his family lived in, in um, uh, around, it was around central Illinois, and he had a house down here that kind of secluded. He said, I see, I said, I've I, I, I got to learn how to use that flute call. I said, you're just, it just, it's it's unbelievable. I can't believe the difference. And I didn't really think there's a difference. So, okay. He said, tell you what, double chocolate chip shake and a double cheeseburger, very clean. Come to my house. I'll show you how to make yourself a little extra money. I showed up there, and he showed me. He used his right hand like he was trying to, like if he was going to give somebody a, um, uh, some money, mm-hmm. and you put your hand up to receive it. Mm-hmm. That's how you use his right hand. He blew the call, which you blow a flute call. He, he held his other hand, which he was right-handed, so he held his right hand, but he, he blew the call uh, just with straight air. No guttural sound, no nothing. And that's how Doug Hester across the river down in Union County, he did he did several modified so many cold calls, so many cold calls. He was he was, but it, they kept in that little circle. They didn't move it anywhere, okay. And but when Abe showed me that, and I, I, he showed me holding that hand down like that, I started closing that hand a little bit more and doing this and doing that. And then I thought, my goodness, everything's clear. <laughs> It wasn't on this, or any of this guttural thing. So, um, 
one thing led to the next, and then I, then I'm, I'm this one this one old boy by the name of Brent Dutton. I don't leave anybody out when I tell the truth. I kind of try to leave some of the stuff out that I told you about. I really don't want. I don't really want to get into some of that stuff because so many of them pull fibs to get where they're at. You know, right? I don't want to go. I don't want to go there because you know what? I wish them every bit all the best because if you can lay down at night, and know it all was like you said it was. Hey, it's all good. I have a hell of a time sleeping as it is. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, we we went through one thing led to the next and. and and uh, Brent said, "Hey, I'm having a heck of a time." He said, "I can't. I, I, I blow really hard for my diaphragm in like a DR sixty six. A lot of the old wooden calls. A lot, lot, lot of guys blew D twos. Um, some of the, the traditional stuff. There, there wasn't a lot to choose from. Um, I mean, there was there was a lot of Arkansas style calls, but I said, I just can't get this." And he calls me one day. He said, listen to this. And it's just like, I'm thinking, holy shit, how are you doing that? He says, where you at? I said, I'm in my basement. I said, come on. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if he'd come that night or not, but I just know that he introduced me to the guttural sound of a flute call. Right. Nobody ever did, because he couldn't do it clear. I think he had such a big larynx, and, and, and I just this wouldn't work. So then I'm going from clear to guttural. I'm going, oh, my goodness gracious, I'm doing the same thing. I'm going to add a little buzz to my throat and using my voice. I got two geese. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Yep. So here we go. We went from that section right there. But that was where I went from the A50. In 1986, and I'd won the Illinois State, um, uh, but I'd, I'd, had some, I'd had some things, like I said, I'd sold these calls. 1995, or 1975, when I told you that I started, sold my first calls. I don't know, I sold, I don't know, 15 or 20 calls. Because I'm established as far as I'm concerned when I modified something, I made it in the 1975. Same year, my buddy Art off he passed away. God bless him last year, and and he, I, I'm just all these guys are dying. Around you. The older you get, things are going to happen. Sure, and, and you you are going to die. You can just take that to the bank. Just make sure you got some things that, and make sure your heart's been true to yourself. You'll be okay because you know another place up there. There's a limit every day. Heaven, there's a limit every day. So we went from one thing to the next, and and uh, uh, so well, eighty six. I, I went down there and I sat between my good friend uh, Harold Knight and, and David Hale. There was thirty nine guys. Everybody from the East Coast was there. I mean, everybody that I never even known about because they started that world contest out there in, in Maryland. Right. Nobody even knew about it. Right. Give me, give me a break. You know, Harold's saying, yeah, I went out there with a tube call. In 1979, he won it with a tube call. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, if you go out there, you're going to hear the best tube call. David Coleman is the best on a tube call. Ever will be, is, and that's just case closed. Right. He said, you'll hear him. You'll hear him. Him and two other guys, was. I went I went out there that year. 
but I'm, I'm kind of getting in front of myself. I'm, I'm, I'm my mind's kind of just tra- trembling where I, I really want to be on this uh, scenario here. But '86, I win. Thirty-nine guys. Um, Sean Mann was there. You know, he was supposed to be the big, big, big person out there, and he he's a good caller. Good yeah. caller. He he won the world in in eighty eighty five, and then in eighty six, they all wanted me to come out there. Okay, I'm coming because I hadn't been beat. I won the I won state, uh, and I, 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 I hadn't made a lot of contests. So I come out there. You know what? I blowed one round. Sit down. Didn't make the cut. Really? Oh no! Did not make the cut. Hadn't been beat. Beat them all. So. My dad said, I'll never forget this. He said, now, you can be a mouse or you can be a man. Mm-hmm. You can sit here and tell them, boys, you'll see them next year to bring their lunch, or we can leave right now. We barely made the contest because we had some over, over flights, okay? Mm-hmm. But all them guys like David Coleman and Al Dagger and Tim Coey was three that I can remember that treated me just like they would treat me today when I walked in there. And they're still friends of mine. And they're they're all my friends now, but I mean, you know, when you come into a foreign country, as far as I'm concerned, it was foreign. You know, they didn't they didn't want me there. Right. So, never made the cut. Pretty hard to take because I, you know what, I could smell a skunk. That's okay. I, I took it. I listened to what my dad said because you know what, my grandpa said, if you listen to your daddy, you'll be you'll be you you can run the right the right way if you ever veer off. He'll get you straightened out. So we got there and and at the, at the nationals and and these guys by the name of Hess H E S S. I'm sure a lot of people out there have heard of the name Keith and Charlie Hess. Yep. Chaz was like Hunter's grandpa. He passed. He passed about I don't know about three years ago, four years ago now, and. and uh, uh, Keith come to me in, in 87 because I won the back-to-back Nationals. He said, hey, man, I, he said, you, you've got a lot more call there than you really know. I said, really? He said, I want to I show you. I want to show you what you got and you don't realize. So there's the half-breed. The half-breed was born then. He come back and forth from Henderson, Kentucky and helped me. I said, Keith, listen, I want to pay you for each of these calls I sell. He said, what I want you to do is blow a half-breed for two years in contests and let people hear what a real goose call sounds like. And that was it, right there. Bingo. You know what I did? I blowed that half-breed for two years and only won two times. And when I got done blowing that goose call, I'd sell 50 of them when I got off the stage. Yeah. That's because amazing. it was an that's the truth. That's a true, that's a true story. And if you can hear anything, you look at anything that's documented, exactly how it is. They go to that little digital catalog and see it the same way. But it was I give credit to Charlie and Keith Hess um, for for everything that, that and I didn't even know Charlie at that time. Only met Keith. And he he ain't real friendly looking. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't real friendly looking. But I mean bottom line is I mean the whole thing was that this is the truth. This is how she's going. You've heard short read crazes in the past. Yep. Well this is really where it started. Because Henderson, Kentucky was where the Hess calls was at. And they, they did the same thing that I just told you about the flu call. This is what's so, that's why I brought up Britton Dunn's name. This is what's so astonishing. They did it all clear. Right. 
so I revolved, I, I, I made that evolution and brought that, that guttural sound to the half-breed and the Hescall, because I didn't go anywhere. One personal deal has got Keith has his name on it, some son of a bitch has got it out there, and, and he stole it off my dog box. And it was the best one I ever blew, because Keith, Charlie made all them guts out of nylon. I still got some of them. And I had about 10 calls, and I sold them for Chaz. That's what I called him. I sold them for Chaz, and, and you know, when he passed, it was so quick, I didn't even go to the funeral because Keith called me and said, you know, Dad, I said, why didn't you call me? I mean, I, I would have I been there in a minute. But, I mean, I, I, I thought of it in the family. But I said, I got 10 calls here. Well, do you really? I said, yeah. Because, you know, he didn't. He never discounted them, never did nothing. And you can find one right now if you can find one, 500 plus. But I sent them calls back to him. Because you know what? you got to be honest. Right. I'm not saying I, I never did anything wrong in my life. If anybody says they never did anything wrong in their life, they're really lying. I've <laughs> did a lot of things wrong. But I've, I've, I've tried to just do nothing but, but help and make things better, not just in goose calling, but just in because because uh, duck duck hunting is my that was my passion. I, I loved it better. I did goose calling, but I'm in goose hunting. But I couldn't make the money I did in 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 uh, duck calling. Yeah, I killed him ducks so though. I guarantee you, I'm 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 ready. Uh, I'm I'm all all about that. But I'm I'm uh, in a situation. I'm in a spot right now. And I sent that off. And and, and, I'm, and I've got some things, and I'm I'm talking, I'm thinking, Keith. I said, you know, that's terrible. We need to get together, and and that how that is how the buzz come in the short recalls. Well, that was the first I, call. I brought I brought the buzz. I brought that buzzy sound. That <laughs> I don't I'm, I don't even have any calls in here. I don't think there may be some in here, but maybe I don't know. We didn't talk about calls, and I'm a. You want to know one? Yeah, here, here, here's here's the, the clear. But when I put that, and then just simple, because everybody calls here and said, "I don't want a contest call." I said, "We make hunting calls. Mm-hmm. We can make one that'll win. We've got a history that'll prove it." Yep. Clear. <laughs> Guttural. <laughs> you ain't got but two more notes. You got a moan, and you're yawning. Fuck <laughs> moan, and then you got the spit note. That's all the call I'm on to do on this thing, because I'm... I'm, I'm just all I was trying to do is explain where that come from. Sure. Now before the guy from DU, and I really respected him for years, Gary Kohler. <clears throat> writes an article. Mm-hmm. I told him, and I haven't heard from him since. Don't care if I do, because mm-hmm. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm 60, so I, I'm, I've been. I've been. I've been through the mill. I've been all around them. Uh, any of them, you name them, I've been there. So he he, he writes a note in there. He says. I'm not going to say the guy's name, so so-and-so and so-and-so is, they, they developed this spit note. Well, that went through me like a, 
hot rod. <laughs> I said, I am, I've been doing that on a fluke call forever. <laughs> I'd call him. Uh-huh. I said, Who, what, are you, what are you saying X and Y is develop a spit note? I said, you want me to send a, 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 a fluke call and take? I did in 1985. You want to hear me say that? You're telling me that they've created that? Hey, you know what? I got feelings, too. Right. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to tell you something. I don't like people taking, taking, uh, using my feelings to make their self look good. I don't think anybody and does. That's bullshit. Ain't, there ain't, no, ain't a person out there listening right now that wants something that, that's not true to make their self look good. Well, I can't say that because there's a lot of them doing it right now. So yeah. I, I, that's and you, I told you I'd tell the truth, but I don't want to get into the truth, the real truth. I'm telling you the the truth on my side. I I could mention a lot of names. You know what though? That's in the past. It's all good. That's right. So, so, so you so basically before you invented that buzz in there, everybody was winning with just clear clear air, clear sounds. It was all clear. Wow. It was all clear. I didn't do it. I'm not going to take that credit. I'm going to take that, and we and we even I even taught the guys using the Hess calls. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I said this is awesome because you get two geese with t- the same air pressure, only a little gargling, like you're gargling. You know, it's awesome. Yeah, um, I mean that's 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 a that's a that's a true as true story as there is. Everything was clear air. Everything was clear air. Clear, clear, clear. Now the duck callers. That's why Brent had problems because he he blowed. Real deep, probably a lot of guys. You'll hear their. Before you ever hear the call, mm-hmm. they grunt too much. Mm-hmm. You got to have some of that natural ability built in the call. That's one thing here. What we do, I feel like we do different. Than anybody, number one, it's just me and him, Hunter, and we tune every single call. Every one of them. It's easy to make one go, but when you try to go, it's not going to stick in this door and hang up on you. Mm-hmm. That's one pride that if if I won't hang it on my lanyard, it's not going to be shipped out of here. And most of them, it's honk, quack, throw it in the box, get their money, and go on. Right. And that's all these these guys. And there's some guys out there that's making some phenomenal looking calls. I mean, absolutely gorgeous on the outside. Yeah. But shit, man, they got they got silly putty in there trying to run the motor. <laughs> and you know, like I said. Jaguars and, 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 and you know, uh, Harley Davidson's, uh, Mercedes, that's what I feel like that, that, that we're in. I, in my old hands, I mean, I had one company, I ain't going to mention the name of the company, big company, just emerged and, uh, with another company, and they wanted me to, they said, you can't, you can't make us, you, you wouldn't make us five or 6,000 polycarbs. Mm-hmm. I said, no, can't do it, can't put that many, I, I, I don't want to make that many of them. Mm-hmm. Because, I, I, you know what, to make them consistent, and good. I'm not just gonna throw a read in there. Yeah, I can I can put them together pretty quick. Just make them a honk, but most of them gonna stick up and hang on you. Right. Ain't doing it. Yeah. So I mean that's uh, you know, it, it's pretty well it's pretty well uh, I just pretty well tell it tell it the truth, the whole truth. And I'm not saying that I ain't stumbled, but hey, that right that deal right there I'm gonna tell you right now, that's that's a that's a fact. What I just told you about old Dutton. That's where that buzz come from, and I and I did get on them boys from, <coughs> from Henderson, and said, "Hey, you guys need to get on this because you know what? It's it, it'd be just like having a tackle box 
with one side of the crankbait in it or one spinnerbait blade. And, and it, you know, it's nice to be able to run two foot to 16 foot because you know yourself, <laughs> hey, some days nothing's going to work. That's right. I don't care how good you are because you got to blow your call. Mm-hmm. The best thing would work that day would be to shut your mouth and keep your call on your pocket and your gun loaded. But yeah. you're the only one that's going to mess it up. They don't want to hear it all the time. But that's the fun part for us waterfowlers is blowing their call. Yeah. And this young bunch, they don't know when to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. Now I'm just telling you the truth. Hey, lots of times. You know, we're not getting the geese here like we used to. I think we killed 10 Canadian geese here last year. Wow. And, uh, and 548 ducks, so that's my true passion. It's almost like the good Lord said, hey, I give this to you now. Hey, man's messed all this stuff up. When you go to messing with God, God's plan, hey, he did a pretty good job getting us where we're at. And, and everything's in, in not a real good shape right now. But we've got somebody in there at least that is trying to make things better, uh, keep our guns in there and... And uh, uh, I think that uh, a whole scenario right would right, be right here right now would be man has messed up the migration. Amen. Period. They planted geese where God didn't plant them. They have planted things, and, and they're going to mess the ducks up. They don't leave them alone. I don't think there is. I don't think there is. And I might be wrong. And this is my opinion. And I say a lot of things a lot of times, and I'll say that this is only my opinion right here. I don't think ducks are imprinted as much, but I've watched my farm, a little 40-acre farm I got, five and six acre flooded corn, mm-hmm. from 500 to 10,000 every day in there. Wow. They come at night, but they don't always eat. Hmm. That corn is like being in butt brush, where the owls and hawks can't get on them. They got a hat bill. It's like pulling your hat over your, your head to, shine, to shade your eyes. Right. There's safety. Geese is big. They're gonna they're gonna roost on big water. Yeah, they can roost on big water. No big deal. Get together, birds with feather flock together. But man has stopped them from where they want to go. And now they're eating fritz fries out of McDonald's parking lot. Uh, they're they you know you can go in the park and feed them bread. Mm-hmm. They're they're Canadian geese. Right. Man has taken the name wild Canadian geese, such as the man Jack Miner change the migration path I mean there's, there's there's so many things that these youngins and they don't know it they just know what they hear and they see uh, and it's sad because we're losing we're losing the hunters uh, we are losing them there's no doubt about it but if they ever get out there and get after it um, but the ones that seen it good like my boy and I can think of a lot of them if you're not just whacking them, they're going to go someplace where they can whack them. Or just go to their iPhones now. Well, no, I, I, I won't say that, I mean, but I, I'm telling you this. Hey, I have just as good a time in the morning when I go down there and it sounds like a helicopter. <laughs> and that, I can feel the mist off them ducks get out of my face. Mm-hmm. Turn the truck and just walk up there. Hey, I kill something after that. It's a bonus. That's right. Oh, it, it, that's that's that is a rush. <laughs> After no other rushes, that's as rush as big a rush as you're going to get from me, because it's just it's just a phenomenal knowing. This place never held no ducks I've got. 
Mm-hmm. Very little bit. Now it's a duck factory. But that's not the best place, because a lot of the listeners out there may not be knowing this. Ducks follow creeks and rivers. It don't have to be a big creek. There's a place 40 acres down from me. I don't know how many he killed last year. We used to be good friends, but I, I wouldn't. I'd probably run over him if I seen him in the street. I don't know. I doubt <laughs> if I would. Really, I doubt, I doubt if I would. But, but I mean, he did, he did me. He used, he used me to, for his 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 uh, personal gain. But 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 he, he. I don't know what he was doing because they're talking about they're talking about you know this this baiting stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a ten thousand dollar fine. Excuse me, hundred thousand dollar fine if you get caught baiting. I will not. I am so precise but they are talking i talked to some guys from arkansas they're now they're taking molasses i hope so, there are some people listening out there doing this because i don't like seeing it they're taking molasses and burying it about oh, eight or ten inches before they flood their properties mm-hmm. and uh, I, I never knew that, that there was a smell involved but molasses is one of the big baiting operations now Huh. I've never heard this. Uh, I haven't heard yeah, this me either. either. Hey, hey, I'm telling you. Hey, I ain't trying it to tell you it's going to work either. <laughs> I, I mean, I have many years left to hunt, and you know what? I was, I was, I was. They really wanted me bad. I didn't have a, I didn't have a gun for three years of my life. And you know what? What I did was nothing compared to a lot of them. But they just, they wanted, to, they wanted dependent on me. You want to tell that story, I, Tim? Because you've told me this before. What's that? You want to tell the story about what happened? You've told you've told me this in Vegas at the shot show one year. It's the truth. Yeah, I can tell you a short scenario. Yeah, go ahead and do it. People like to hear this. Yeah, we had these we had these two guys. One of them was Otis. I mean Otis, and one of them was Stickmeyer, sergeant and lieutenant. They come in as farmers. I run Timberline. Uh, now it's uh, Hans, which uh, Mr. Hans had passed away since then, and his boys running it now. And it's it's a I, you know if you feed them, if you give a little bit before season up to 10 days, and then give after season, you will reap the benefits. Right. Because I have left ice eaters in my place running, and I leave them running, and it cost me about $600 a month. I got more ducks every year, every year, every year. So get back to this. Okay, we come here, and, they're, and, they're, and they're, they've been there two years. You know, It's like a Sears and Roebuck catalog. Uh, and we're killing them. Hey, somebody helps me work. I said, hey, you've killed a couple of geese. I said, fine. I said, you know, put them geese in here. I said, come on out here. And you get, it, was, it was like 10.30 in the morning. We had 89 geese on the ground. 89. Wow. That's two, per, two peaceful. Well, I'm running the goose mobile running around there, and I'm picking their geese up. And, you know, who's, who can we put these in this name? Who can we put? Hey, it was all wrong. But I, was, I didn't do anything that wasn't going on every place else. Every club was doing this. Right. All of them was doing it. It wasn't like I was doing something like Satan. <laughs> I mean, and the guy that owned the place, and I ain't going to mention his name, he didn't get in no damn trouble, none. And he was giving me the names right on the tags. He's filling them out, matter of fact. Wow. I, did, I didn't hear the Here's your four major tickets. Shooting lead. No plug. Over the limit. Bait. I didn't have none of them tickets. I killed one goose that day. Going back to my heart, I was just trying to take care of everybody else. So, so basically, you were you were the man in charge that day, and that, and they pinned it on you, basically. 
I got, I got, I had like, I don't know, 38 or 42 tickets and I think four of them stuck. Uh-huh. And I lost my, I lost my license when my kid was five years old. Um, and, and it wasn't like we was the only ones doing that around Crab Orchard. Horseshoe, Union County was, you know, it was all happening. But it wasn't, most of them was doing some of the other stuff, the four tickets I've mentioned. Right. You know, but I, I wouldn't wish that on nobody because you know what? Them two years, I can't get back. Right. But they come in there like Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> and this Otis deal. And the only way they didn't come in there was from helicopters. <laughs> and they're coming in there. And, and, and my dog was named Wingmaster, which he was a male. When I got on that radio, Wingmaster's having pups. That's, you better have your guys' eyes and dots, and then you better not have no garbage. You know, you better not have no lift. But I tell them every every day. You know, I mean, I can't. I can't. They're grown men that was guiding for me. Some kids, but I mean, I can't tell them. You know, but I said, hey, wingmaster was having pups. That means feds, stake wardens are on the property. Uh oh. So that guy comes and looked at me. That this Otis, <laughs> or I think it was Otis or Stickman. One of them comes. I think they're both retired. And I wish them the best. It's all. It's in the past. It's history. You know, you talk about doing a documentary or a book. I could do one, but what I did, that catalog, that digital deal, that tells a lot of this stuff about where these calls all revolved. They just didn't come out of my pocket. But uh, when we got to the, when we got there, he he come in there and he said, "I'm on the radio." And he comes flying at me. Well, I just stepped back, put him right on the couch, and got right on top of him. I was going to pound him. Uh-huh. I didn't know who this guy's. Some farmer's been up with me, me for two years. And I looked around the corner, and I see my old buddy, Monty Burnham. He's retired now. He's living up. Monty did great. They was good. They had a job to do, I understand. But you know what? They wanted to make a name for themselves. Right. And I, was, I, I wasn't doing, I wasn't killing over the limit. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't, I wasn't baiting. I wasn't shooting, you know. I was trying to, to, to do, was I right all that day? No, I wasn't right. But there was nobody else right that was running a farm. Mm-hmm. But I had a name, and that's all they wanted. And I forgive them for it. I got through it, but it was hard. I had some clients with me. <laughs> I had some clients with me the next two years, and they never could hit anything. <laughs> 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 One of my old buddies, John Saltwich. John Saltwich and Dick Callahan. I mean, John was a plumbing contractor. He called himself a Ninja Turtle, and he said, I just got this little thing that boards underneath the road. There was only two of them in the state of Illinois. I mean, that's the kind of guy he was. He's so humble. I mean, just, he didn't care. And then Dick is, was a search for the Donnest. And he said, you know, we've got, we got a bet with them other two pits up there. Now we got we got to get these things killed. I said, get them in here. I said, I got them in there. They didn't die. <laughs> he said, oh, my, we lost our bet first time. Now we know. Now we know. Huh? I, I know. Now a, we know. I know a guy that was now there. We know. That was oh, there that I ain't gonna say nothing else about that. <laughs> I know a guy that no. was there that morning, Tim, and he said but that it, is a true story. That's the true as it gets, and it, it was uh, they waited for me uh, at the end, and and they they tried to crucify me. But you know what? Um, uh, the two years without my license. If anybody's listening, don't do something stupid. Stay in the stay within the laws. Life is very short, and it ain't worth killing an extra duck. So a lot of you guys get in trouble for it. Ain't worth bragging about it and throwing them and killing them all and not cleaning them. People starving to death out there, throwing them off. There's 
there's I've heard stories of people in Minnesota killing them and then they throw them the you know throw them the creek, throw them the river. Don't even breast them. Wow. But breast them will get you. I mean that's that's just that's just that's just not right. Disrespectful is what it is. Hey, listen, I I respect what God give me. He give me a, a a knack to sell and to duplicate what animals sound like, and I have. I don't have blood in my eyes anymore when I go out there. I'm just thankful that I got up and got there and got to hear that coming out of there like that. Hey, Tim, I know a guy that was there that morning when that happened, and he said it looked like a drug bust in a big city, undercover people coming out everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm telling the truth. I mean, it was was unbelievable. That's the truth. That's what he said. He said he couldn't believe it. He said you'd have thought you was at a SWAT or a big bust, or there was a federal marshal's taking someone down in a big city. He said it was everywhere. It was crazy. That's the truth. So that's the truth. I mean, you know what the thing about it? These guys were so good of actors, and then, like I said, Otis is Tickmark. Don't remember the first name, but I stuck him in the same kit that morning with a guy that didn't have a gun card. Mm. He'd been in he'd been in prison for selling lookalikes mm-hmm. when he was young. We all make mistakes, okay? He didn't have a gun card. I give him a gun that day to take with him because I said these guys can't hit nothing. <laughs> oh, wonder why they can't hit anything? Because <laughs> they're not shooting real bullets. <laughs> wow! So they want you to kill them, okay? But you know what? Thank God I'm not mentioning his name. He never got in no trouble. Yeah, you know we had Jeff Foles on about two weeks ago, and my you know I, my argument is is. Uh, uh, you know, he he w- he had a name, and that you know, just same as you, they were going after the biggest name in waterfowl. You know, Tim Grounds is the biggest name in waterfowl. We're gonna make an example out of him. Is what? Well, here's the thing. I can tell you what happened at Foles. Nobody's above the law, right? But just like what they did to Pete Rose, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, he made a bet. Big deal. Does that take away from his 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 true uh, love and passion? No. But when you get to a certain point to where you think you're above the law, somebody's going to take you down. That's right. They're going to take you down. So you know what? Just kind of try to stay humble. And and did he deserve to be? You know, hey, taking the license. Hey, that's just that's the way it goes. But putting him in a in a in a in a work camp, I went down there and seen Jeff. But I I I I I, I give Freddie. I'll mention a couple. Freddie, Sean, uh, Fred, Fred, Freddie, and 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 Foles and and Saunders and a, and a few of them. Uh, uh, There's so many of them. That, but but I, I walked up to every single one of them, and most of them all had their head hanging because they didn't really want to shake my hand because. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah. But all I did is say, "Hey, man, I, I, I'm 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 forgive you. You're you're forgiven of anything you, you ever did to me because I mean, I had so much stuff being said about me on the internet was so fake news. Holy crap! I just got a little bit of what Trump's feeling like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just fake news stuff. I'm just. I mean, it's it's bull crap. You can say anything you want to say on there. And let's just like say us three. We're looking on here. And this guy's got all this shit printed. Well, this is the thing that did everything, and this did this and this. Let's buy that. 
they're getting false information, and they're still getting false information, and it's even worse than what it was before. Right. So you know, and, you know, and, and I don't wish bad. On, I wish every single buddy, everybody out there, because I'm tired. I wish everybody, everything out there to come to them that they want. But this, this for the past, this past weekend, uh, the the what the boy did made my year. That's right. So, because you know what, he, he practiced a little bit, and I, I'll still say this: there's some unbelievable callers out there. But I've never heard anybody in a minute and a half sound like that without messing up. Right. That's all I got to say. And I mean, it appears it appears he even said it. And there's some unbelievable callers out there. And there's some of them out there that I could have made unbelievable callers, but they wanted they wanted something for it. I don't have a pro staff signing papers and all this garbage. Mm-hmm. I got a fa- I got a family staff. They buy it. They respect it. A lot of them just want you, you give them give them whatever. Oh yeah, and then the next time, six months later, they're over here, and the next time, I ain't I ain't playing that game. I never took no money from nobody, and I never signed no contract, and I ain't gonna start. Yeah. So so does, um, we'll get we'll get off of uh, of of some of this stuff, but I want to know. I I blew your uh, real thing for for quite a while, and where did you get the idea to tip the to tip the end of the read up? Because nobody else is doing that. Well. I, I have to say, that was a when when we was working on the Triple Crown guts, and Kelly Powers was a big a big part of that. He wasn't the only part of it, um, but because I I paid the guy and, and had him, they did it nine times before we got it right, mm-hmm. and the tip of the reed, the tip of the the tip. When it, when it bounces when it bounces in there, uh, it's it's not cutting the edges. After you get them edges cut perfectly, and there's so many, you, you look at them. There's you know everybody says, well, you got warning guts, warning guts. Well, there ain't. I'm gonna tell you something. I don't care what you make them out of. When you when you go to Nathan Wright was the first one with a spec call that had uh, brass guts. But the spec call's not cutting the edges. Spec calls a ping, ping, you know. But that bent tip, the tip is a lot of times what got a white spot on it, and and it, and it made the call twice as hard to blow, but it had a good sound, but it wouldn't pop again. Mm-hmm. So the tip was really, the tip was really, uh, it just kind of come up. I, I, I'd have to give, I'd have to give Kelly some credit on on the on the tip of the reed. I can't give him all the credit on the triple crown guts because it went back and forth. I can tell another story with with Rich and Tone, and I'm not going to go there. Um, and a phone call I got from Las Vegas from Kelly one time to where we really developed what was going on because it's a super mag is what it is. Right. It's a super mag with a cylinder. I mean, a cylinder board choking it, and 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 he had a a technique um, that was was was. He was very talented, and it was the last thing I would ever thought him going into the realm he's in now. But I still love the kid, and I love his family. Uh, but it it wasn't all about uh, uh, that triple crown gun. I, I wish I would have trademarked and patented it because it went through a lot more realms than just one. The tip 
just makes it to where it doesn't catch. And if mm-hmm. you bend it wrong and your guts ain't right, it don't make a damn bit of difference. It's right. got to be right, and that's where it gets that sound that, that's, that's you know, it's, it's the, the musical clarity and where you fine-tune it to where, you know, you don't get no spit and sputtering out of it. Right. Um, I have said I have said on air a couple times. Um, d- what's your opinion? I think that Rogers is uh, making its way to being the the biggest calling contest of the year. I think it. I think, in my humble opinion, I've been there twice. I mean, no contest call or anything like that. But um, has it surpassed the world championship? Other than the well, other the than the world's always going to have the per- the world's always going to have the prestigious right. It's going to have right. But you know what the thing about like we said earlier call it a world don't let nobody know about it exactly what the hell they kept it out there forever you know by itself uh-huh. you know and i and I'm, i don't know if you've had sean on the here or gonna have him on it but i mean he might say something different and i mean sean we've had differences he tried to sean man yeah. yeah yeah we had him on but, uh last week yeah but i mean you know the bottom line is if, if it would have been a lot different if if everybody would have knew about it if you want to call it the world, mm-hmm. let the whole world know about it. Right. Don't just keep it in that little circle. Because I'll tell you what, son, after the year I went out there and didn't make the first cut, I went back and took my lunch the next year, and I made the first cut. And the next year I won that son of a bitch and I, in 1988. And, and most of them guys, they went back to back to back or back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. I, I won it in 90, I won it in 88. I won it in and I think I won it in 90 and 92. But I didn't win it with the same set of judges. Huh. That was what was the problem was out there. And the same thing with Hunter. He didn't win it back to back to back to back. But he won the world senior goose, the world third world junior goose, and the Mason-Dixon. And a week later, he went down there with a, my, my brother Butch that's now a flying in with the angels up in heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh wasn't the junior world goose. Ain't, ain't never going to happen again. Just like Robbie Iverson went in his third go- world goose out there. He beat Hunter by a point, the last champion of champions. I knew it was going to be him or Hunter. But Robbie is spotless. He's spotless. He's clean every time. Same thing, what you get out of Robbie. But I knew it was going to be him, either him or Hunter. No doubt about it in my mind. But the the, the whole thing is, you you it's it's... It, for a long time, when we went out there, if if I took anybody out there, after we found out it was there, and Harold told me all about it, it was Alan McCree went out there a couple of years and won it. Mm-hmm. But it was it was that A50, that A50. And I tried to, I'm going to tell you something. We, I'm going to back up a little bit. That A50, that old call, that old call, that old rubber call, I tried to do something with Jim Old. I did a cassette tape. And I just wanted, I sent it to him because he was sending me them parts and barrels and guts and everything. He was sending them to me in parts, not boxes, parts, mm-hmm. 20, 30 dozen at a time. Wow. So, I mean, but he, he didn't, he said, the only thing he told me about that tape, and I, I probably never would be where I'm at right now, he said it's too good to get to people too disgusted. I said, Jim, it gives people something to work on. Right. To strive at. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just be this. I want to be better. I want to get better. I want to help people. But, but hey, he was, he was a, he, hey, I can't, I, I got all the respect for the old family, 
DJ took it over there, and then I think they're making them again, and I don't, I don't know what's going on. But bottom line is, it's uh, uh, that deal out there in, in Maryland. It was hidden for a long time. And You're going to have a world contest. Let everybody know about it. And you never, and you didn't win with the same set of uh, same set of judges. The no, never did. Hunter didn't win with the same set of judges either. Huh? And, and I can tell you this. That's the only three times that you didn't win with a set of ju- same set of judges, besides Robbie, because it kind of turned around. Um, uh, it, it, it's the same set of judges. You know, when you have the same set of judges, it's like playing playing that song for the same audience. Right. Playing that song for the same audience. Playing that song for the same bullshit. Just bullshit. You know. I mean, it was, it was that. And you know what? When I won it. There was 52 callers, 46 callers, or it was, it was over 40 callers when I won it. If you get 20 callers, 15 to 20 callers in the contest today, that's unreal. That's that's where I was going next with this. Is and I'm just taking you right there. I just I just helped you out. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, but I'm gonna tell you something about Rogers, uh-huh. Stevie Roger up there, and I can call him Stevie Wonder, whatever the hell I want to call him because. Uh-huh. He is a great person. They don't sell a gun in that store. Do you know that? I did know that. They 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 do not. I can't, can't believe they don't sell guns. He said it's too much hassle. With the, the only place in the whole country that you can buy them red box Federals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I've had an opportunity. I've been so blessed to shoot every bullet in the country. I will put that red box Federal shell. You can buy from Rogers Sporting Goods right there in, in Libertyville, Missouri. I'll put it against any tungsten or any other bullshit. The business I've got to shoot it all for the for the average guy going hunting. And they got the uh, the, the the blue box at, at uh, 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 I can't remember the damn uh, Aqua Shock or well, I don't know what the hell. Anyway. <laughs> If you want a real bullet, and ain't nobody, they, he gets five hundred to thousand cases a year. Anybody listening out there? It's 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 unbelievable because they ship a lot of shells. But UPS, do you think the shells would be expensive to get? Mm-hmm. They that is the best shell I've ever shot since I've been since I've been waterfowling. Period. Since it's been steel, and I'm, I'll tell you what I went. I even went to a twenty gauge with twos. Huh. I still shoot a Benelli. Yeah. I mean, I'm Benelli, and I shoot federal shells, and and uh, still, I'm still wearing them same net gear pants. I wore them. I got about three pairs that fit me because my belly's got a little out of, out of whack, <laughs> and I, I I got three pairs that fit me still yet. I, and you know, I look like a weightlifter from from the <laughs> bottom down, but but I'm still and, and that's that's it. That's where I'm at. Yeah. And then kicks kicks, I, I shoot the kicks chokes, um, and and even none of these guys paying me to say nothing. That's because it's just the facts. I, I ain't jumping around. And I, I had old Greg, Greg uh, Laddiehoff, when 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 me when Art passed, I said, you know what? I got a dry hill, and I and I told him, I said, I, I need to get some of them field decoys. He said, exactly what he said. This is this is this is that family. He said, how many do you need? What do you want? I said, I don't want nothing. I'm gonna mm-hmm. buy them. And I, I end up getting, I end up buying fourteen dozen, mm-hmm. and I'm going to cover that hill up and got them great big old giant feet. Mm-hmm. But hey, that's when I, I'm going to do that in tribute to Art 
never did use them. I never did have. I never really set that thing up. But I got a corn. I got a corn crop on top of that hill. I believe it stopped. I believe it stopped Kid Rock. <laughs> 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 I believe it would. I ain't shit. Yeah, man. That's that's it. No, Tim. Let me ask you this: Y'all are killing. Yeah, y'all are killing speckle bellies now, and y'all used to not do that, correct? I'll tell you what. Now we are speckle speckle bellies are are getting in the realm. One year we had them, and 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 there was a few. It seems like them son of guns are shifting back and forth. I thought, hell, I bought twenty dozen speckle belly decoys. Mm-hmm. You know what? We never killed a speckle belly, <laughs> so I sold them. Yeah. I'm bad about that. Yeah. I sold them. Um, uh, you know, and then we had snow geese one year. I, I spent, I thought, well, you know, this would be something to do after season. I set up about 5,000 snow geese, full body and everything else. I sold them. Yeah. We killed maybe one or two a day. You know, you got to be in that realm where you guys are at. You know, you know, you know what it is. What the hell? You got them little squeakers and, and a lot of them call them cacklers. They ain't cacklers. They're lessers and hutchies and richies. I mean that that, that that you know where them cacklers them cacklers don't even break over, right? Oregon, Washington, Sacramento Valley, that they're peep 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 peep. They ain't no breakovers, mm-hmm. you know. And and that people just you see a little tiny goose and they think it's a well, it's not as big as a mallard. I said it's a freaking lesser. That if you if you ever looked in the dictionary about the different species of Canada's, my goodness gracious! But Stephen Savitas from California, he educated me. Because I said, I got two cackers hanging in my lodge. I sent them to him. He said, Tim's Hutchies, I'm sorry to tell you. Have you ever seen a Ross goose? They got that same little short neck and da 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 I said, Stephen, I'm sorry. I was wrong. But you know what? I'm hard-headed. But I understand when somebody's telling you something, they know more than you do. Shut up and listen. Right. Well, a lot of young guys don't get that, though. They don't get it. You know what? I'd love to, to talk to them. And they, they don't get it because, you know, when I look on, the, when I get an order, I'll look on the Minnesota, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, and when this cackler call, we build a cackler call. I always call them. I said, you don't have cacklers there. What do you mean we don't have cacklers there? We got these little geese. I said, there is a lesser Hutchie and Richardson. They, they're high-pitched Canada breakovers. Right. You know? Yeah. And we make that little old call called a half breed. If they put me in a stipulation, I can only take one goose call to the field. It'll be a half breed because it's probably killed. It's it's killed as many candidates as has been killed, besides the resident cavity call. And a lot of them guys that, that, that that's all they used to blow: stole, zinc, foils, Saunders. Where you want to go? <laughs> you know. Then we got a little man, traffic. Well, come on, give me a break. Hey, and I love them guys. They're all good. But, I mean, it's a half-breed. It was half of a Hess call. We we, kind of got off track on there, didn't we? It was kind of a Hess call Mm -hmm. and kind of a flute call. Right. Two years blow it, only one twice. But we, 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 we made history. You know, I'm jealous of you. I've, I've seen on your, uh, on your, on your website and uh, your social media, you just got back from New Zealand. Is that correct? I, I did. I did. I went over there for 18 days. I am jealous uh, of you, sir. About, about uh, I think, three years now. What, what is that like? I mean, it, it seems like a waterfowler's paradise over there. Here's the deal. There's no outfitters. 
Right. Okay. You got to know somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no migration. Two weeks before I got over, they killed 18,000 geese out of a helicopter because they was a menace. Wow. They called their fields paddocks. P-A-D-D-O. Paddock is how it's pronounced. Because uh-huh. so you got to get this, this, and they drive on the wrong side of the car. That really <laughs> I was messed up, but, you know, everywhere we went, we went to all these places, and they got these little places called hunting and fishing, and they're all individually owned, but there's five people on the board, and they're like little mini Cabela's. Honestly, a lot of them look like a little local bait shop, but they've got the prime stuff in there, but like a call that would sell for uh, $150 over here, <clears throat> it sells for $269 over there. Polycarb itself for $60. My polycarb would sell for $60. <clears throat> it sells for 140 over there. Wow. 130 Yeah. But I met some great, 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 great people. But you know what? If you're not in the game even there, there's a lot of these other companies that have jumped. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, they've jumped over there and, and, but there's, the market's so small. It's really, really, really small because about three or four, of the, three or four or five of the first days, everybody hunts. Nobody hunts, and then two or three of the last days, nobody hunts. Mm-hmm. And you can shoot geese year round. Wow. Hey, hey, we, hey, listen, we we was in a. <laughs> it looks like we see them over there, and they got some good callers over there. But we, I'll take a little bit of the credit there. When we went over there, we went. We met some great people, and we helped them. And it's just took off. Some of them come to the world now uh, in Easton. One yeah. of them's name's Hunter Morrow. Hunter Morrow. You know, he, he stayed at my house. I didn't even know he was, he was going to stay here. And, and Jeff Irvine <laughs> said, well, you know, he's good. He stayed at my house for, I don't know, I don't know, but good day. He was, I don't know, 17, and he acted like he was 25. I mean, very good kid. They listen to the podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you something. They are, they are very, very, but they have a resource that is, I mean, if you find a field and get with them right, boy, the guys, you find a field over there and you see 100, you kill 90 of them. Wow. And and we sit up on our knees. Because Hunter wasn't over there when I was there. He was gone. He was, I don't know where he was at. But we sat up on our knees and said, Hunter, get on them. They was cutting across said, you'll never get them. We got them half-breeds and them suckers. We stuck them in there going, <laughs> we killed them, and then we shot. I don't like saying harvest because it's a killing. You want to kill them. You don't want to make them suffer. Right. We killed them, and we called the rest of them back. We killed them. We called the rest of them back. We killed them all. But there, the people that understand that the people, if anybody is listening, they think the world killed the kill. You want to cripple them and let them suffer? Nope. Hey, harvesting. I'm not in the harvesting game. Me and Robinson's had this, this this conversation before I when I could still talk with him, you know. But it's it's you know he's doing they're doing good and it, it, and, and that's all good. That's another story. But, <laughs> but that that over there is is a paradise. It seems like I mean, it. it's it, it's nobody hive nobody moves nobody nobody. It's some of the most beautiful scenery, but nobody ever has to worry about a migration. They're there. Right. Now, did you kill ducks? Geese, like I said, you can shoot them year-round. Do they have ducks, too? A lot of mallards? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
they got these one of these called Perry's. They they're they're uh, they're just uh, like a ha 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 I mean they're fun. They're a good target to shoot. Uh, and I never seen anything myself. Every time we kill them, like that one day we killed. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we seen a hundred. We, we I don't know. We killed seventy five or. Uh, 85, I don't know what we killed. I, I don't know. I, but we cleaned every single one of them, and I'll tell you what, none of them went to waste. Yeah. I mean, they're very, very, they're, they're, I'll tell you what, New Zealand's, the, the, the New Zealand people are very, very humble and very good people. I don't know what happened because we had a pretty good rapport with them over there, but it's it's stuff is so expensive over there. Um they had to go with the people that was getting in over there that had a lot of money uh, to get what they needed, and I can't blame them, you know. But I mean, we kind of we kind of cut the turf over there for them. There was a, I met about I met about um, I met four or five guys that really felt I really felt like they knew what they was doing. Yeah. The rest of them was, oh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> just number, I'm, I'm telling you what, the Dooleys, Greg Dooley, he's has, he has the only magazine over there that's like um, uh, Hunter's, it's the only magazine. It's the only magazine over there. It's it's like um, um, the real slick, thick page. I can't think of the magazine we have here like that. Um Wow. But he has the he has hold on he has the magazine he has the magazine in in um, New Zealand. I mean, they work on it forever. Yeah. And and then the other guy, he was a Beretta rep that I met. Did and he? He was he was uh, Ziggy was his name. And you can just imagine somebody calling somebody Ziggy. <laughs> he was a funny son of a gun. Yeah. But Did, hey, was it he, was all fun. Everything was fun. Everything was fun until them guys could shoot. Yeah. If you wanted to kill anything, you better get up and shoot because I'll tell you what, there wouldn't be nothing left. <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, so I'm guessing that Phil Robertson has uh, changed his phone number from the days that you two ran around together. Yeah, I, we didn't. We, we went down there, but I, I can't get a hold of him anymore. But you know what? If he had the pressure that he's got now. Mm hmm. Phil's, he is a messenger to try to save what we got going on in this world. And that's what God put him here for. He knows that. Yeah. Facts. And and he, he, he did, so he did, you know, when his show got so popular, uh, I know from an outfitter's per perspective, we saw just a, a spike in uh, in new hunters, and you know, guys were excited about waterfowl hunting again, and and people wanted to bring their kids out hunting. So he he did a lot for the sport. Well, here's the thing: you and me both know there's a lot of scripted. Oh sure, at the, yeah. the, at the end of the show, at the end of the show, yeah. And it got a little bit, you know, but that's fine. They had to. You got to. You got to have something going on. But at the end of the show. God, family, and hunting. Mm -hmm. At the end of the show, when they put that little thing together, that was the best part of the whole show. Yeah. Because it brought families together that wanted to go hunting and not go out there and crippling stuff, yeah. not calling it harvesting. Let's go kill them, boys. Yeah. That's it. But God was first. 
because God give us everything we got. So we might be a little rough on the edges, but I'm gonna tell you what, you can, can't argue with that. I, I'd hate to be some of these people who says, "Oh, there ain't no God. There may be something out there." <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd want to be on that side. No, you know, Tim. A lot of my early success in the hunting business was with guys from Southern Illinois, and I had a couple of guys that learned a lot from you, I believe, and Brian and Matt Sullivan. And there was a lot of good guides come out of Southern Illinois. Right. Oh yeah. But oh, uh, oh, Matt, he he's something else. You got to believe what I tell you. <laughs> you got to believe what I tell you when I tell you something. So we we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. See, I want to tell you something. I did see Matt the other the other day at a call collector deal at Duke Wing Fair. Haven't seen Brian forever. Her dad got sick and. And Charlie was one of my heroes. Charlie Sullivan was a mouth caller, and he was one of my, he couldn't blow a call. Hmm. But he did that, I don't know if you ever seen that thing I did with all them calls. Yeah, the shakers, right? Okay, well, he was the one that designed that. I mean, he's the one that came up with that. I didn't. Mm-hmm. If you'll notice anything I ever do, if I did it, I created it, I'd tell you. But there's if there's somebody else did it, I'd give them the credit. Yeah, you did it so right at the beginning here, of that they video. They don't give you the did. credit. Right. They don't give that credit. Uh-oh. Yep. Well, they don't do it. But yep. that right there, that man right there, I did, like I said, I seen Matt, um, and he came up to me and he said, hey, I hadn't seen him a long time, but a few things he said on the internet, I wasn't really bothered about it, and I didn't know a whole lot was going on. Somebody said, did you see what that was? I said, no, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But he said, well, you ought to get a hold of that guy. He, he had to say something. He came up to me and said, you know what? I may have said some things in the past, I shouldn't have said about you. I said I'm sorry, and I said you've 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 really. He just more or less apologized. I say, hey, you know, maybe it's. I said no, no problem. I shook his hand, and I said, hey, life goes on, man. That's that's the way it is. I said I'm. I appreciate that. So yeah. that's that's all I got to say about that. Matt has grown up a lot in his. Uh... You know, we had our split here in West Texas, and he went off and started his uh, his web foot connection and all that other stuff. And there were a lot of things said, but you're, you're right. I mean, it, it uh, it's in the past now, and, and that's probably where it should stay. That's right. That's right. So um, let me ask you this now, Tim. All these guys, you, every time you open up an Internet, you see another guy that's got a call company come out. How many of these call companies, these new guys that are getting these calls, are hijacking all the all the work and stuff that you guys put into it. Well, the thing about it, they're such craftsmen, and they're turning it into this hand turn calls. Right. I'm not a hand. I'm I'm, I'm not a design. I'm, I'm a designer, redneck, a knife putting a drill bit in there and turning it by my hand and a chop saw. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, I got the best in the business. That's, uh, if anybody ever needs anything done, I'll give old Jerry, Jerry Coxman down in, in Rockwood, Tennessee. He does all my stuff, and he is the best CNC man going, period. I don't give a shit. They can say what they want to, and if somebody's liable to say, ah, the crown said it. It's a fact, exactly. I mean, that's, he's the best. Mm-hmm. But but the guys that are doing these, they are doing unbelievable stuff. They're doing stuff that I can't even imagine the looks 
And how many of them things have I picked up? They sound like, oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. They, they don't sound too good. Yeah. So are we buying a look today? Or are we buying a sound? And a lot of them are buying that look. And it's a lot of these millennials that are buying that look. They don't even know who, who I am. And that's fine. That's fine. If they want to call, I'll tell, I'll explain to them. I answer the phone still here. And, or my son, on the other. Try to call some of these other places. Unless they're decent. You know, there's a lot of guys out there selling 40, 50 calls a year, but there's 400 of them. Right. Well, 50 calls times 400 is 2,000. You know, and then, you know, I, I wish good for everybody, but I'm telling you right now, it's, it's some of the stuff I'm seeing. I pick it up, I'm thinking, oh my, how could that guy? But it's so pretty. So pretty. I'll yeah. tell you. I met a guy through this Facebook deal. I got on that Facebook deal. Got pretty well. I'm a little burnt out on him. <laughs> a guy by the name of Ernie Ross. Mm-hmm. He's from Ohio. He's a logger. I used to log. We just kind of hit it off. Super good guy. And he makes he makes calls out of stuff that I've never even thought about making calls out of. Oak, you know how heavy, heavy oak is, right? He makes some unbelievable calls, but he's putting a pretty good motor in them too, though. Unlike, I mean, most of them that get on there on that call nuts. Steve Carter, you know, I'm gonna just take, just give Stevie a little, a little hint, a little uh, thank you. Steve Carter does more for the for the, the waterfowl world. He got decal decal nuts, and he does more for a lot of people out there than people that would even couldn't even dream of doing to try to help people for nothing. Mm-hmm. He don't. I mean, he makes cuts some stickers and stuff. But I mean, he he does these waffles, and he and he put, lets these guys post these calls. Don't charge him a dime. And that's that, hard yeah, to find. That's something. But I mean, that, there's there is some there are some good people still out there, but uh, you know. Hey, I've come to the point in my time. I'm tired. I'm gonna do just what I got to do to get by. Uh, with the with the come August first, Bass Pro Shop and Cabela's. Uh, after three years, will be one. I don't know how that's gonna happen. I don't know how it's gonna pan out. Uh, but got relationships with both of them. It's really really good. Yeah. Um. Uh, the but 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 I'm 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 just I'm afraid because of Amazon mainly. I'm afraid these big box stores are going to be hurting pretty bad. I, I think you're right right there, and we we don't have enough. Time and I hope they're not because you know what? When I get a phone call, unlike a lot of them, I said, "Where you at?" Well, I'm over here. I said, "You got what do you got close to you?" And we got that. I said, "Well, you know what? Shields is a really good outfit to mess with." Mm-hmm. Really good outfit. Yep. I said, "Hey, they've got them. Go, go try it out. Go try it out." But everybody's going down to this. If you'll see a lot of these guys is getting in this call business, they're not trying to get premium. They're trying to get. They're trying to get these calls between fifty and one hundred and ten dollars. Boom, 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 boom. My hands can't work for that. Right. They're not, and they're not going to because I put a lot more time in them just to honk and a quack. 
Mm-hmm. But that that's how they're getting in. And, I, and you know, if I was somebody thinking that it was going to be a, a, a living for me, hey, I could see that happening. And there's so much talent. They're, 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 they've got so much imagination and what they put on the outside of them calls. It's unbelievable. I mean, just absolutely, you've seen them. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. So what's the future? What do you got? You got anything new coming out you want to talk about? or? Oh, this year here, um, we have nothing. I don't know how we can do anything better in the, in the, in the G overhaul and the G force. Yeah. Um, as far as for a guy can blow, there, we got a lot of calls that work, <coughs> but <coughs> we got that built-in rattle. And you know what? There's a lot of these guys shaving these reeds, shiny part off of them. They're not really. They're not. They don't. They don't know how to take thicknesses off. I mean, sometimes we get the thicknesses off the wrong place, throw it in the trash, starting in. Right. It's it's easy to call something shaved. Well, all you're doing is making sure it's all evenly taken off. Charlie has taught me one thing, and I ain't told every secret, <laughs> and I ain't telling them. <laughs> he taught me one thing about shaving, and that man taught me as much as anybody about about the short reading. Keith, the same way, but Keith was the tuner. Charlie was the designer. Keith showed me some things, and I mean, hey. All they ask you to do is blow that call for two years in contest, and I'm Alan McCree just beat me bloody <laughs> every time. He said, blowing a half breed today? Yep. Mm, boy, I'm glad you are. You'll sell a lot of them, but, oh, that sounds good to me. <laughs> so so how did you never get into the uh, the decoy business? I mean, that, you know, I, I've seen your picture of the black hole. Yeah. That, and black I, hole. That's right. Yeah. Well, that all, I'm going to tell you something. The black hole, all these pretty geese, God give geese a texture, a feather detail that can hide. Right. Unless they're solid, then they turn black. Mm-hmm. You, look at, you don't see grays, all this pretty stuff, mounted looks, because God give them that detail to hide. Right. But when you turn them into black and white, that's what they look at. 150 yards away, and there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. It's death. Yeah. That- totally. I don't give a shit what it is. I don't care. All these pretty decoys, if somebody's out there listening, they want to put a spread together, screw about, get you some C-clamps, get Lucabon. Uh, not Lucabon, but... Uh, um, uh, not to... You can use plywood, but it's it's heavier. But I can't think of the stuff that we made that stuff out of. It was um, uh, ABS. No, 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 no. She was four by eight sheets of plywood, not plywood, but uh, uh, dadgummit. Look them on. It's the stuff we do signs with. I can't think of the name of the stuff, but it's a little lighter. Um, it's a little bit more expensive, but you'll screw them together. And listen, don't worry about lookers mm-hmm. when you're making black and white decoys right. and don't worry about making them the size of a goose make them about twice the size of a normal goose big hump on its back remember when avery come out with that great big hump shell yes okay thank you uh and freddie hunted, hunted hunted with me you know he'd hunted with me and he's seen that old big old uh, that humpback shell 
where she come from. I mean, I mean that the big old humpback decoy. But we make them short neck feeders, big fat necks, mm-hmm. and just them feeders because your lookers. I always use the lookers. I like a lot of lookers around me because you know what? When a goose has got his neck down, a barnyard duck, goose, Canada, anything when they're feeding especially when they're eating bread in the park where you hear a lot of these, these deals these guys did from, I just don't even want to get into it. <laughs> Some of these sounds they're hearing these geese do. I mean, they're... They're, they're eating, and they all got that little whistly, you know, they get that little whistly sound, and they're putting them on recordings and trying to teach you how to... You know, just, just crazy sounds. Mm-hmm. And it's mating sound. That double cluck. They they make. It's it's stuff you hear in the spring. You hear some of it, but I mean, you know, later in the season when they start pairing up, when you start seeing the mallards pair up, and they pair up, they paired up early this year, and I ever seen them. You know, and they may crucify me over this, but I'm not a big man about all greenheads. Okay. Right. I'm a big man about pressure and getting the heck out of there. Because I've never, ever eaten a mallard hen. And they're going to crucify me. I don't care. It don't make me no difference. But you know what? <laughs> when I get in and out, I got 40 acres to hunt on. I've not got thousands of acres to hunt on. If I can go out there and kill eight mallards, me and my buddy, and we may kill a teal or two or, or a gadget, uh, you know, I'm out of that field and that field's resting. Right. Because, you know what, we're only about 8 to 10% of the predators. Mm-hmm. Skunks, foxes, minks, they wipe them out. Yeah. And then, and you know, it's, we're just we're just small, but so I, it don't bother me. Now, if I if I had my reathers and I could shoot a big old fat green hen, I'm not going to say, well, there's four green heads in one hen, I'm shooting that hen. Right. All I'm worried about is pressure because people's forgot about what's really hurting things. Mm-hmm. And these some of these shows... Okay, Joe, kill a mallard out of there. There's 50 of them there. Surely get one. <laughs> one shot. Yeah. That, hey, that's that's the way we are. That. And I won't say the name of that show that does it really bad. Yeah. But that, I talked about him a while ago. About that spit, <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. That that's the way we are. Get your limit. Shoot your birds and get out of there. I mean, we we, we had get out. we had clients one time. Uh, we had widgeon coming in. And we, you know, we're on a duck hunt. We don't sell you a mallard hunt or anything like that. We, and we had widgeons Get coming ducks. in. Let's we, go. We had widgeons coming in by the hundreds, and Ooh. and they would not pull the trigger because they were not greenheads. And Jeff, uh, Jeff got on the radio and pulled them out. And said, "You're not shooting. You're not listening to our guide. You're I'd have given their money back and sent them down the road, sons. But I did. That's what happened. That's exactly what I happened. I would have too. I ain't shitting you. I'm, I'm, I'm dead sure. Hey, listen, hey, if they're in there. And I'm telling you right now, an old bull Pete, I can pull the meat off him and I can put him on the grill and I can put him next to a mallard and I can put him next to a dead gum teal and a wood duck. And I guarantee you I can make him taste just as good. Yeah. But these guys, guy, attitude. Guy called the shot once. Guys didn't pull the trick. They didn't even pull up and then called it again. And then they, they said, well, we're, we're only, we're here to shoot green and well, ca- called it again. And then Jeff finally uh, had to intervene and. The hunt was over soon after that. It had been over. It wouldn't. I wouldn't have took me but twice for me. <laughs> it had been over real quick. 
So Tim, where can we go from here? What uh, we we're going we're going to start wrapping up here. Where can we as a as a waterfowling society? Where do we need to go from here? What I mean, do we need more kids involved? Do we need more parents involved? What? How do we save this sport? I'll tell you what. It's in God's hands. There ain't no doubt about that. Because you know what? He put them critters on here for us to, to eat mm-hmm. and enjoy. And the kids today, they're so messed up, some of these broken families, and there's, you know, the, I don't know what the percentage is of divorced families. About 50 And all this stuff that's going on right now, it, it's terrible. And that's a problem. All I can tell anybody out there listening, if you get a chance, you got to teach somebody some safety first, a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying go through a, you know, a, a military school, but if you get a chance to take somebody and introduce them to whatever it is, turkey hunting, one of my favorite. Don't do a lot of deer hunting anymore. Um, waterfowl. If you just get them outside, while they still are are savable. Because a lot of these kids are not savable. We've got the the that op- opiate that 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 addiction stuff is killing everybody. Right. Opioids, yep. whatever it is. I mean, mm-hmm. and they got to put so many restrictions on the doctors. I got to go see my doctor tomorrow just to get my prescription I've taken for twenty years. Yeah. So he don't lose his license. Yeah. I got to pay a copay. But I'll tell you this: the reason that's happening, it didn't happen before because they didn't give it. They didn't care, but that is something they've implemented. That's something that that our president has, has worked on to try to make it. It's it's tougher on the doctors. Yeah. But the thing about it, at least it's it, it stopping some of the. You know, these some of these doctors are just giving out any anything. That's dangerous. And I mean, they're getting on the streets and that stuff right there. When them young kids get in there, you know, it, it's 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 sad when you turn the news on. And I mean, it's it's a it's a messed up deal. The, big, the, the thing I can think is, is just take a kid hunting and fishing because where their parents are going to find them later in life, mm-hmm. they ain't going to like it. Right. That's, 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 there ain't no other answer. There ain't no other way I can state it. Um, that's about as true as I can get it. My, my son is going to be four in October, and I just, I'm over the moon ready for him to uh, share the pit, share the blind, and all that other good stuff with me because it is. It, it, it can change your life. Uh, oh, when you take it as oh, seriously, it can change your life. But uh, definitely, it it is. Well, Tim, uh, we have gone on an hour and a half now, and you have you you. I feel like we've only scratched the surface. So I really, really appreciate you uh, setting amount setting aside this amount of time for us. And uh, where can people reach you at? Do you have a social media channel? What's your website address? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm trying to get into some of this stuff. Like the shop number, I still got an old landline. 618-983-5649. And then the, the website is www.timgrounds.com. And my email is really hard. <laughs> it's tim at timgrounds.com. So that's about as simple as I can get. The last thing I'm going to tell you something about the old the old uh, uh, New Zealand bunch over there. Mm-hmm. If old hunters are listening... I took him down here to a buddy of mine's farm, and for some reason, he said, you guys got wombats over there? (laughs) What do you mean, wombats? (laughs) Wombats? If you've never been around Hunter Morrow, he's a character, Mm -hmm. and his family, his mother is just 
if you look on Facebook, she takes some of the most beautiful pictures. And uh, it's just, and, and I mean, there's so many good people. Oh, Greg Dooley and Willie Dooley and, and, and old Ziggy. I mean, I've met such good people. Rick Steele. I've met some great people. But every time now, being my buddy down there called him, he said, well, you're, the, you're from the land of the Wombat. Hmm. Wom. W-A-M. <laughs> you know, every time I see him, now I see him, I say, hey, Wombat, yeah. you look just like a Wombat. I mean, <laughs> I always play with him on that. It's all for fun. Yeah. I mean, he's a good kid, and I, and I think he's got a bright future. Uh, he's he's come to America. He's learned everything he can learn from America. He's learned a lot of stuff over there. And he's probably, Willie Dooley, Greg Dooley's son, um, just is a very, very good caller, but it's not, you know, it's it's about blowing a call. It's not how you, how much you blow the call. It's knowing when to blow the call and sound real. Sometimes it doesn't have to be on a, you know, as far as I, down when you guys are at the Little Geese, it's not so much, it's the pitch. Right. Because when you hear a goose off in the distance, these guys all want to order these calls to say, I want it real deep. Mm-hmm. I said, anytime I hear something like, Arr. I'm looking for my gun. <laughs> it's in them sunny days. They're going, huh? And you're and you're shedding your eyes trying to see them, and they're up there. They're like dots. Mm-hmm. That's why the high pitch. But you got to be able to cut it down unless you're really cutting through the wind. And you guys get a lot of wind on the plane, right? Whew. Yes, we do. A lot of wind. A lot you of cut wind. it up. You yeah. cut it up. And then when they're fighting that wind, as soon as you call the shot, they got to be 20 yards really closer than you want to because when you call it, they turn sideways and it's. Assholes and elbows. Hundred percent. It is like it. It's like you've been guiding out here for twenty years in that assessment. Hey, I've been there, done it, and I tell you what, I really appreciate you guys. I'm I'm very humbled that you'd even want me to do anything like this for you, but uh, I appreciate it, uh, and I hope I've I've answered some questions to some people out there. You sure have, Tim, and I appreciate it so much. Uh, God bless you, and if we could ever do anything for you, let us know. If you ever want to come down to Texas and shoot some birds, by God, you're always welcome here. Or Oklahoma, we're not. We also we're in Southern Oklahoma, also. Is that right? You, you, you know, you know, uh, uh, all back. Yes, he he's uh, he's east of us, about two hours where we're at in Oklahoma. East of us, he's yeah. a crazy son of a gun. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I I've been to I've been out there one time to make a show mm-hmm. when uh, Jason Housley. And if he hadn't got divorced, he had the waterfowl show going on. Uh oh! And uh, he got divorced, and he had to—he he took his kids over the show. And I—I I, I take my hat off to him. He's a great person. But, but me and Barney Califf and Hunter and um, uh, Kevin Gross—I think it was Kevin. Anyway, we shot. I've never seen them little geese. And little geese—they don't pay attention to them them mojos, you know. And that's all I use is mojo. Yeah. Uh, they don't pay no attention to them mojos. We put the mojos out early. We thought we'd kill the ducks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We killed them geese. We had them geese standing next to the blind with them mojos out, telling we'd kill our ducks. Uh-huh. I never seen it. I, I never seen anything so easy in my life. <laughs> Besides New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. It's you it's know, but, uh, it's it's something down here. But yeah, we we really appreciate we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Um, I know hunting season's coming up, so I know you're probably just jam-packed with call orders. So for you to do this for us, we really appreciate it. Hey, man, I tell you what, I, I appreciate it. And like I said, uh, if you ever got any questions or anything, I, 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 it's just a, uh, it, it's my pleasure. Perfect. 
Well, Tim, we will let you go, and thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Hey, all I can tell you is if they're listening out there, just make sure they get down and cover up and get them some. There you go. There you go. Couldn't have said it better. All right, brother. Thank Thank you you so much, Tim. All right, brother. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the man, Tim Grounds. Get down, cover up, get you some. Couldn't have said it any better. All right, and we have also got a winner for the Natural Gear Waterfowl Cutdown Jacket. As we promised that the drawing would be on July 31st, here we are back in studio on July 31st. Yes. So It's August Eve, July 31st. Yep. So, here we go for the random name generator. I know none of you can see this, but we have put in all the entrance. And done. All right, congratulations, Justin Erickson. Justin, you are the winner of the Natural Gear Waterfowl Cutdown Jacket. Now, Justin, I want you to do a couple things. I want you to, if you're listening, and we will post this on uh, Facebook and all that other good stuff, but to let you know that you won. But uh, go ahead and send us your shipping information if you hear this before you uh, see it on Facebook, which I doubt you will. But go ahead, send us your shipping information, and I also want you to reach out to the to the Natural Gear guys and thank them for uh, you know donating this amazing jacket for the for the upcoming waterfowl season because they truly didn't have to do that. So um, is a it's a nice gesture on their part. You got an amazing jacket. I'm jealous of you. I tried to rig this thing so that I could win it. Didn't happen. So congratulations, Justin Erickson. Okay. Now, what have you got, Jeff? Uh, next weekend, we will be at the Texas Trophy Hunters in Fort Worth. Come by and see us. Uh, we will have – this week we're going to – I had a damn brain fart for just a minute. It's been a long day. It rained all day today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank goodness. Probably had about two inches of rain. Anyways, I'd like to invite everybody to come out next week to see us at the Texas Trophy Hunters show. This week on the podcast on Friday, we will have Terry Denman with Mojo Outdoors. Folks, I'm tell you what, this guy's got a story on him. He is one of the three creators of the Mojo Decoy. He hosts the Mojo TV show. He owns Mojo. It's a going to be a really, a really, really good, good guy to talk to. He just got back from Argentina, so we have a lot of stories. Hunts all over the world, so it'd be, so it'd be an interesting guy. So for all you waterfowl hunters, going to tune in for that. That'll be our podcast on Friday, and then on Sunday, we will have Cody with Dive Bomb Decoys, the owner of, of Dive Bomb, will be with us. That'll be fun. And and we're going to talk, go over a bunch more di- Dive Bomb stuff. That's Cody Stokes. And the, and we'll also next week have who else we got? We got some else next week too. Already have it all lined out. I'm trying to think of who it was. Don't get me lying. Rod Haydell. Haydell Game Calls out of Northern Louisiana. We'll be on there. there That's Eli's son, Rod. Rod's owner, president now of Haydell Game Calls. He'll be with us next week. So all you coon asses want to listen in. Be Anyways, fun. good friend of Andy Gary. So you know he's going to be a, good, a lot of good stories there. Yep. Anyways, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Check us out on iTunes. Uh, got some dove hunting left. I know, guys, uh, there's always the last-minute group looking for a dove hunt. Third weekend in September, we can put you on the bird. It's going to be the 14th, 15th, 16th. That's the only weekend I got left in September. I got some weekdays available if you want to do a corporate trip. Uh, hit me up. I can get you a good rate on the corporate group if you bring 20 or more. And that's basically it from the Big Honker Lodge. I appreciate you listening. We are at Studio A tonight. We will be in Studio Fort Worth one day during the week. Next week, we will do a podcast live, or not live, but we will do a podcast from the Texas Trophy Hunter Show. That'll, and, that'll be a debacle. Well, it'll be a debacle. With all the background noises, it's going to be 
no, we'll do it while we're there. We, we won't do it in the deal, probably. Oh. We may go in an hour early and do it before anybody gets there. Oh, that'll be fun. That won't be a debacle then, ladies and gentlemen. Or we might be there when George Strait comes by and whips your ass for that stuff. I've had more comments today on that. I'm telling you, I have had tons you, of messages today. You know how many messages I've had? Zero. No, I've had quite a bit about people that do not give a fuck about George Strait. No, you didn't. You're lying. Do you want to see some of they them? They weren't from Texas. I don't oh, know where there they you were go. From. That's it. I didn't realize that there was a curriculum of where you had to be from to well, comment no. on this. Andy. We are we are Worldwide. Nation nationwide now. We're, we're worldwide. We're, that is true. But we just whoever that Rhode Island listener, thank you so much. Oh, he's loaded up now like five now. Oh, so he's, got, he's he he just got on the deal. We've been trying to cross off Rhode Island for two months now. We've been stuck at forty nine states. So, uh, I'm sure he didn't give a shit about George Strait what, either. What do you think's our second most, our popular state? Texas is of course our, our number one state. Guess what our second state is? California. No, they're fifth. No, oh. sorry. No other guess. Second. Oh shit. New York. Minnesota's two, Illinois's three, and Missouri's four. All waterfowl, uh, waterfowl heavy areas. So and that and makes a lot of sense. All the all the Rust Belt. It's mm-hmm. kind of funny if you look where Trump won the election. We're big in, <laughs> we except a- we're big on the West Coast, California, Oregon, and Washington. We've got a lot of downloads. Lots. We stay real busy right there. Yeah. And South Africa now is coming in all of a sudden. You know. You just. Uh, Good good quality content that we put out. How could you not just uh, flock to it? So and we, we start getting some downloads from Guatemala, so I'm assuming someone's on a mission down there probably. Got to be. Got to be. I don't even think that they have Wi-Fi down there. There you go again, Andy. Well, listen, I you mean, it, it's not... Uh, so judgmental. It's not... Uh, I'm not breaking news here that they're a little bit behind the times in Guatemala. So you really had some fan mail today in your I deal? did. Well, good. I had a lot of them against you today, they so that said, makes me feel better. They said... No way am I on board with King George. That's that's I'm good then. I'm glad you got some friends. Makes me feel better. But I mean I did. I got a lot of it today. I even got some memes sent to me. Memes. Memes, memes, whatever the fuck it is, making fun of you on that deal. Well one guy even sent me one of you and Eric Church in bed together. <laughs> I was gonna post it to Facebook and I thought I better not do that. Yeah, you better not do that. <laughs> I didn't want to do it to Eric Church. <laughs> Anyways, I appreciate that's basically it. Basically it, yep. I appreciate everybody for listening. We are growing. Continue to share us. Uh, hunting season's getting close, but we're, we're down to August. It's time. I mean, the clock is ticking, and once September gets here, it's, ready, it's go time. There'll be guys shooting geese Good. in a couple weeks in the Dakotas. God help them. I would not want to do that. Not at 100 degrees. Whew. Mid-September, late September, I'm all about it, but uh, mid, late August, have fun. I don't miss it that bad. Anyways, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. We thank our sponsors, Natural Gear, for that great jacket yes. giveaway today. Thank you so much to John Adams and Natural Gear. 100%. Go, look up naturalgear.com. Get you some clothes. By gosh, use the promo code BigHonker15. All them big words. Um, also, go to Dive Bomb. They're going to continue the uh, the discount. He t- messaged me today. No they're kidding. going to give us a new promo code, but you can still use your Big Honker 10, and they're going to extend it. What? William and Chris Vineyard sent me a deal at checkout on there. You put Big Honker in the coupon, the coupon, the coupon code at William and Chris. And for every four bottles of wine, if you buy at least four bottles of wine, it's just a one dollar shipping charge, and it's not cheap to ship wine, so that's a good savings too. Well, 
Isn't this just a good news day? You got Tim Grounds on. You got you still you got your Natural Gear promo. Now Die Bombs extending their promo. I'm telling you, we're, you make, we're making it easy for you guys. Just go out, support these sponsors. Use the promo code, save money. Blah 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 blah. And, and look look up seven thirty seven duck calls and get the green hat. They got an awesome green hat. I'm waiting for them to send me one. I keep Democrat them, trying to get them to send me one. So. Well, I've told Asher about four times that I want the uh, that that camo hat. That camo foam hat from Dive Bomb. I've got that one at the house. No, you fucking don't. Yeah, I do. I the got fo- three of them. The, the foam f- hat. Yeah, I got three of them the first time. I put no, them back. No, you don't. Yes, yeah, I'd already given to. I already spoke for. Fuck it. Coach, who, who spoke for them? I'm your. I'm the goddamn co-host. Coach, who the fuck is speaking for these? Coach Steele wanted one. Steve I don't Barber give a fuck wanted what one. He wants. I'm the fucking co-host. <laughs> I didn't get one yet. I was just messing with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking spoken for. You go fly a fucking uh, kite as far that's so me s- off. So if I get some foam, some camo <laughs> foam, I need to make sure you get them, huh? Oh, my fucking <laughs> blood pressure is spiked. <laughs> All right, folks, thank you so much for listening to the Big Honker Podcast. Uh, see y'all on Friday. We'll have that up Thursday night or Friday. Thank you, and God bless you, and have a good night. What the fuck?